Welcome to The Confidence Project. My name is Liam and I have made it my mission to skyrocket your confidence across body, mind and everything in between. I want this podcast to inspire you so that you have the self-belief and motivation to become the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and embarking on what's going to be an incredible journey for the both of us. Let's take you from where you are now to where you want to be. Boom. (laughs) We're in. Am I right? Did it say something? Yeah. yeah. Of course it did. So, guys, thank you, as always, for joining. It's Friday night. You know, it's obviously as wild as mine is because I'm not up to a lot, but I'm happy to be here with you, which is the main thing. So, like I said to you earlier, have the chat box ready, or if you're happy to speak up and shout out your thoughts, or if there's any questions, please fire away. But the aim of this and the aim of, obviously, us talking tonight is for five ways to increase your confidence um, and this will look different for everyone and some some of it will resonate with you and some of it won't at all and you'll be thinking what are you on about and some of it I'm hoping it hits home and that's the aim and if you can take one thing away from this I would absolutely love to know so the aim of this like we've said it's your opportunity to obviously assess your confidence and actually see where you can push it almost further and actually like even being on this call like I think it takes a little bit of balls really like you know you might be put on the spot and it's you know I don't know about you guys but whenever I was sort of in a a meeting at work where I used to work at school or you know wherever and they're like oh Liam what are your thoughts I I panic but like don't is what I'm gonna say to you just relax yourselves all right so the aim is for us to come up with ways we can increase our confidence but my first question to you guys is what does confidence actually mean to you? Um, and, you know, essentially, this is literally what I've taken from um, Google, literally put in confidence, and it came up with this idea of having the belief that one can have faith in or rely on someone or something. But if I said to you, what does confidence mean to you? Is anyone brave enough to shout it out? Does anyone want to put it in the chat box? Just let me know your thoughts. I think confidence for me is just being able to go out and do something. Mega. You're absolutely right. Specifically, what is that? Are we talking like in terms of health and fitness? Are we talking like at work, uh, going out, feeling good? Or is it is it all of it? I would say all of it. Being able to just, if you're at work, get up and speak in front of people or voice your opinion. Um going out, walking into the pub, walking into the wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and your fitness is, is taking part in all the mad things that you make us take part in. Oh, I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> you've all done a tough mudder in this meeting. You've all done it. You've all been there. You've all been running. You've all done them steps. You've done it, not me. And that's the point of today as well, is actually it all comes down to you and what you can do and you and a lot of people with confidence and that's often associated with like motivation they will talk the talk they'll listen to the motivational videos they will give themselves all the pep talk but actually it's doing the thing that will increase your confidence a prime example you may see is like obviously in this realm in the gym people don't want to lift the heavier weights for fear of dropping it you'll see someone do that people won't run because they can't think they can go as far as they actually can and so on and so forth um, but it's just one to bear in mind that actually in order for you to get more confident, it comes to the degree of doing it and just putting that first step forward. But really appreciate that. It's really, really good. So my next question to you guys is what I want you to think about is think about somebody who 
is confident in your life, whoever that may be. And what traits do they have? You know, that could be anyone. That could be a friend, a family member. How do they operate? How do they look? Um, how do they perform? How do you think they'll feel? Things like that. And again, just chuck in the chat box, just blink some ideas down. Or if you want to shout out to me, you can do. Um, and whilst you come up with some ideas, I've lost the chat box already. So I'm going to, I'm going to find that whilst you're thinking about it. I'm going to go on a mad hunt around on my own laptop. Let me find it. Um, but yeah, does anything stick out to you guys? Actually, somebody who is confident, what does that look like? Are they extroverted, introverted? Um, is there a degree of almost arrogance to the show off? Is there a fine line? You know, I think there's a lot of words that you can throw around, but somebody in your life, you know, what, what are they like? What do they possess? I think generally, like, I would associate confidence with a bit of extroversion because I feel like someone... From like the an outsider perspective, you seem to be extroverted when you've got that confidence, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you are extroverted. Um, and I feel like I've learned that over the years that you know maybe someone is good at not putting on a show, but just sort of like interacting and and seeming confident when really they probably might not feel it. But yeah, I, I you know I absolutely agree with you there, and I think often enough, especially on social media. I actually think confidence is like a bit of a front almost and, and yeah. you can see so many people, you know, say X, Y, and Z and do all these wonderful things and even look a certain way. But in mm. reality, it's not the case at all and you don't really know what goes on behind closed doors and they almost just want to demonstrate what they want you to see. And it's it's the highlight reel. Social media is a highlight reel. But you're absolutely right. And then obviously in the, in the real world, people are quite similar um, and that may come off with, you know, some form of showing off something like that but in reality it doesn't always reflect what's actually going on and I think that's really important to remember that actually you are you because a lot of people will compare themselves with others so if you are looking at someone they might you might look up to them you might not but there might be that person you're thinking of and thinking oh they've actually got their shit together and they might not also what really matters is what you think and what you want to do and how you want to operate and to never compare yourself with anyone else and that is one of our sort of non-negotiables in the confidence projects like I would never want anyone to look at anyone else and think I can't do this because they're better than me or anything like that like we are one we can go further together and you'll see other people do all you know running or doing certain something living the best life but you know they've probably felt like you felt and they've put the groundwork in and they'll soon go through the motion so it's just one to bear in mind that actually what you see isn't always the case and actually it's what you want out of it so getting on to our five ways of how to actually increase your confidence this is something that nobody likes doing but it's something that i will repeat forever and a day and it's this idea of having self-affirmations and telling yourself you can do something and how often do you talk yourself out of it we're very quickly to um, unravel these ideas in our head. We're very quick to almost think, I can't do this. I, I'm not doing this. I don't want to do this. The list goes on and on and on. But when do you ever say, I can do this, I will do this, or I am a certain thing? So whilst you think of your own, because what I want you to do, guys, and again, blink this down in the chat or shout them out to me if you're feeling really brave, but I want you to finish the sentence of, I am. So I am x and i'll tell you mine and i've thought about these and i think the last one's really important but i am positive 
God forbid, uh, having a day where um, it, I focus on the negatives in the world and and the, all the doom and gloom and all of that. Like, I just don't need to live my life that way. I also want to think that I am driven and I can be in a position where I really focus on what matters the most and that's the driving force behind it. And here's a good one for you. I am enough. Like, you can be thinking about, oh, I just can't get to X, I can't do Y, and I'm not Z, and I can't get to this destination, and I'm never good enough for anyone else. But actually, what if you tell us, well, I am enough, and what I am doing is enough. So I would love to know your thoughts. Is there anything that you can add to this? I am something. Again, shout them out, or just put in the chat box if you've got it open. If you want to share, if you don't want to share, then you're not being held at gunpoint, of course. Um, but it's just something to think about, really, more than anything. Um, Neil, great for you to join us, buddy. Nice to see you here. Uh, I, I would say, and I'm going to take it as a positive, but I am stubborn. To Why the point that? of, if you tell me I'm not going to do something, I will do it. And that's a really good trait. I'm behind you all the way there because you are you. Do the thing. If someone tells you you're not going to do it or that you can't do it, you prove them wrong. Have you got any examples of that, Lucy? Is any, you know, anything ever happened in, in your world, in life, um, where someone sort of had that and you've sort of had to dig your heels in and be like, watch this, watch what happens now? Um, a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon. <laughs> a <laughs> two <tough> mothers. <laughs> Um, all of it, all of it, all <laughs> running. Um, I think that's where that's really something for you to hold on to. There, it's this, it's this stubbornness. Sometimes it can almost lead to, um, I don't necessarily want to say self destruction, but sometimes you have got to be quite open and, and less sort of focused on one thing. But equally, if that's the thing that's pulling you through and you can drive through, and you're like, you know what? Well, rather than putting me off it, I'm going to run through it, and you smash it. And it can be your biggest asset, I think. So I think that's a really good one to have. So I am stubborn in this case. Works well. Um, has anyone got any other things that they actually want to give themselves a pat on the back about? Because this is what it's about. It's how brave you're feeling. How, how, can you big yourself up? What are you bringing to the table? I've got one that I've never had the balls to say before. Well, this is going lively, and so now's your chance. Not video live, though. No, I've not. got my readers on. Um, I'm proud of myself. Why? Because I have pushed myself so hard this year that I never thought I'd have been able to do that ever in my life. And I've done it for me, not for anyone else. Well, kind of for everyone else, but for me. It's huge. Uh, and if while you're feeling brave... I'm going to ask you something that I said to Neil actually this morning, ironically, and, and you've made the point that I am proud of myself and I'm going to play devil's advocate, ad, oh God, advocate a little bit. <laughs> and what I want you to think about is if you're saying I'm proud of myself, what I'm going to reply is, so what? What's your point? What would you say to that? <laughs> my point is, oh my God, you're horrible. No. No, I'm joking. I, my no, point not. is, if you'd have asked me two years ago to set myself 12 challenges, I would have laughed in your face and said, don't be so stupid, I can't do that. 
whereas I've done it, set myself stupid challenges, smashed every single one of them so far, and I'm going to smash the next two in a bit. Joshua. So what, Liam? What's your point now? You do it. You do my 12 challenges. See how you can do it. But the one question I've helped to frame that rather than being a bit of an arsehole is what impact has that had on your life? What do, um, You've done all these steps, you you know, in October, you've done your squats a day in um, January, you've done the tough mudders, you've jumped yeah. out of a plane. What's that meant for Leanne? Like, what impact has that actually had on your life, your family, your work, your relationship? What You know, how has that elevated you to where you are now? Why are you feeling so good? Because it's made me realise that if you put your mind to anything, you can do it, rather than just saying, no, I can't, and not even trying. I've got off my ass and I've proved myself wrong. Which, you know, like you said, at one point may not have ever happened. And what impact has that had on your headspace now going forward? Um, I'm medication-free, which is a very good feeling. Um, instead of dwelling on stuff that I can't do or I don't want to do, my whole mindset changed where I was like, just give it a try. You can do it. And I don't give up as easy. And I push myself to the point where I'm almost dead on my feet, but I'm doing it to make me a better person. And how's that for a self-affirmation? So the point of that is justify your answer because you deserve to like put yourself on your own platform and be like, you know what? Yeah, look what I'm doing. And, it, and whether that comes with a bit of stubbornness or whatever, you know, anyone else wants to bring, but you're doing the do and look what's happening on the back of that. You know, the impact it's having on your life. Like, can you imagine the example you're setting to your kids? What are the people at work thinking? I have reason to believe you got uh, employee of the quarter and that's probably for a certain reason. You're obviously doing something right. You know, they're not going to give you a bonus for the sake of giving you a bonus. They're going to be like, oh, well, she's obviously working hard. But that all comes from you. And ultimately, if we almost imagine like a bit of a tier system and, you know, the very best Leanne is at the very top of this tier and the bottom is where you've got to start, you have got to put the stepping stones in place. And with that comes, or it doesn't have to be jumping out of a plane, but it's doing the do. It's actually like say, being brave. It's stepping up. So I think you can be incredibly proud of yourself. Well done. So self-affirmations, that's something I actually want you to think about in almost your everyday life, like, can I just back myself when times are tough? What are we thinking about? How's my life looking? Um, because ultimately that will take you to a place where, like you say, you never thought you could go. Um, number two, the people in your life. Wow. How's this for increasing your confidence? Those around you can have the biggest impact in your life ever. Um your vibe is your tribe, if you will. And that's something that we always need to remember and we always need to be looking for because it can be very isolating. And it's very easy, like I said before, to focus on what's not going right, but what is going right. And these people in your life can be a reminder. So again, use the chat box or shout out. I don't mind at all, but everyone should be able to name one person in their life, friends, family, whoever it may be, who actually fills you with confidence and then if you can, justify it, of course. And, and why? Why is that person, what traits are they bringing to you, um, to themselves, that's actually making you feel that way? 
I would say one of my work colleagues, like my partner teacher, because I feel like you spend so much time with some of your colleagues and like we've become really, really good friends and we've been working together for four years now and like she knows me that well now that when I sort of say like, oh, I can't do that, she's like, uh, yeah, you can. And like she just, a bit like you, she just doesn't take any shit from me. <laughs> she's just like, uh, no, I know you well enough and I know that you can do it or like, if she knows I'm just having an off day, she'll be like, come back to it tomorrow. Like, she just knows what I need and when I need it. Um, so, sorry, I'm being attacked by the dog. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say her. Huge. And I, th- I think that's really good. And I think it's this idea of essentially a problem shared is a problem halved. And it's better to have, you know, more eyes and ears on on the thing than obviously just your own because you get a new perspective. Um, and Neil obviously pops in the chat, which is amazing. Um, obviously, friend um, John, and out again, I would ask you why? Why is that person um, having such an impact on your life? Why will they fill you with confidence? What are they doing? Are they giving you an arm around the shoulder? Are they giving you a bit of a telling off? Do they need to? Do you need to hear it straight? You know. Um, but yeah, it's just something to think about. Really, I think it's really important that you actually do back yourself to. Um, do the thing that you want to do but obviously those people in your life can give you the push um and i am aware of time neil but i have just seen that you said he says i'm a different person and that you are that you absolutely are mate you know you've come on leaps and bounds and for everything we've discussed this morning and actually for everything that you've done and stand for and, and you know like leanne all these accolades that we're getting like lucy like shelby the list keeps going on and on and on and i think it's absolutely huge and something to be so proud of um, but again, keep that person in mind, whoever it is. You might have an abundance. Go through your phone list. Who have you been texting? Who's who's you know, who's that one person in your life that can bring you up? But I think that's really important to remember. So great job there, guys, on that one. Now, number three, um, in order for you to identify your confidence, um, I actually want you to think about where your confidence is. So it's very easy to, like I said before, think about what's not going well and to worry about the things that maybe don't need worrying. Um, So I actually want you to think of something you're good at and that can be anything. It doesn't really matter what, but what traits does that come with? Um, Now I'm going to give you an example of mine. So you can see on here, this was our first dance and everyone in the build-up to our wedding was saying, you know, how are you feeling about the speech how are you feeling about dancing? How are you feeling about doing, you know, the day and all that? And you know what? I was cool as a cucumber on the outside. I was fine. It was great. I had a good time. The speech went well, didn't stutter, albeit there was one time where I couldn't flip my page over and that was a little bit embarrassing, but I got through it and it was all right. But all that was on the back of my mind was this dance. And I just thought, you are the least coordinated person you'll ever meet. I just couldn't, I knew I couldn't do it. That was the thing. And we didn't even practice it. So all in my head, I was thinking, look, you can't dance. This is where you trip up and you become a meme. You're going to go viral. Here we go. <laughs> sort yourself out. But actually, just talking to that person in my life, so I was talking, I to, was someone, talking to ironically, and just seeing like, you know, just tell me what to do. So if you were obviously, if you're present and you're watching and you could see what I was asking, it was just like, what now? Tell me where to move. And then it would quickly, just everyone else on. But one thing I should have done, and this is what I normally do, is what are you good at? 
actually think about something you are good at and what traits does that bring. So the example I would give would potentially be something like football or like I've said here, like in Tough Mudder, I feel quite confident doing these sorts of things. I've done them before. And what traits does that come with? So, you know, with that, I've got to be resilient. You know, I've got to be able to run 10 mile in a Tough Mudder. I've got to be able to crawl through muddy obstacles, swing from heights, back myself. Um, I've got to be able to stay composed at tough times. I've got to try not get shocked by electrics and all and all sorts and everything that goes with it. But actually, if you can do that, I can wiggle around for a minute, can It's not difficult, really, in the grand scheme of things. And that's what I want you to start reminding yourself of. Where are you confident? What are you good at? As opposed to what's not going so well. So again, if anyone wants to share or use the chat box, think about something you are really good at. What traits does that come with? And how can that potentially apply to what's not going so well? Um, and again, whether that's health and fitness related or not. So like I say, you know, your confidence in the gym might be something, anything like that. But does anyone actually have anything where they think, I'm not very good at this or I'm not very confident with this? And how can you flip the switch? How can you be like, you know what? This is what I need to do. And this is quite a tough question. So I'm going to give you sort of 30 seconds to think about it. And if everyone, everyone, anyone wants to shout out, then please do so. Like I said, use the chat box to your advantage, but have a good think. Like, is there any way you're actually really lacking confidence? Is it your body image? How do you feel when you look in the mirror? How do you feel in your clothes? How do you feel in the gym? How do you feel when you go for a run? Do you feel okay? It can be anything and there's no right or wrong. It's completely subjective, but it doesn't have to be that way because... The proof is in the pudding with my dance. If I had to dance again, I bet I could do it a little bit better because I've done it and I can remind myself of what I need to do. Or is everyone absolutely amazing at everything? Uh, <clears throat> I've gone. I am shocking at delivering, like, staff meetings. So you can stand me in front of a class and I can deliver to any class in the school and I'll deliver it. I'll deliver an assembly in front of any of the kids. Do not stand me in front of the staff. I don't um, like it. Yeah, and, and I, I actually understand why. Um, so rather than dwelling on that, Lucy, because we're going we're gonna to use this as an example and we're going to brainstorm between us if we need to, on the flip side of that, what's something you're good at and you're not allowed to say swearing? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, what Work-wise or just in life in general? In life. I don't, I don't know. You're a good friend. Thanks, mate. Look at that. Look at that. Anyone listening to this? Good friend. Good friend. Oh. Not bad at running now, are you? <laughs> no, I still don't like it very much. Half mile. Um, <laughs> like at work, I, I think I'm good at, I, I'm, I'm very strategic, so I'm very good at organising. Um, I'm good when things are going horribly wrong. I can sort of calm the crisis, but... No, don't, don't stand me up in a staff meeting. No. So we've, you've given us something we're, we're pretty decent at. It's staying co co uh, calm, composed, cool, collected um, when things aren't maybe going very well. And then obviously we've got the flip side of that where it's, you know, the alarm bells ringing in a staff meeting. How do you feel or would it be possible? And again, I'm not expecting an answer, but this is something we can look at by all means is how do we bridge the gap? You're brilliant at this and we're lacking confidence here. How can we potentially apply strategy to crisis mode? Can we you know, come up with you a know what it is? To I think, I think it's when 
when you stood in front of staff, I, I just go to that place of, is I'm everyone sure. judging me? Do you think they are or not? In my head, yeah, I do. And in the grand scheme of things... They're not. They're probably not. They're probably no, not. we bored to tears in a staff meeting. Yeah. <laughs> they're focusing on when's the next cup of tea coming or, you know... You know, they're just not worried. It's first thing in the morning. They're probably half asleep in reality. Um, but what you've got to remember is, like, by the sounds of it, it it's almost like panic mode. It's, oh God, these people are watching me. What do I do now? And it's like, well, hang on a minute. What have we done in the past? Have we felt panicky in another situation? Where are you confident? Like, do you think about these traits? Do you think about actually what you can do? You're leading that staff meeting for a reason. I'm just going to stand any Tom, Dick and Harry up there, are they? God forbid. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> There'd be all sorts going on there, wouldn't there? But you're there for a reason. You're in, in You're in charge. You're, you know, you are the vessel, as they'd say. Like, you dictate how this goes, and it's your own perception of it, whether it goes well or not. Do you want to live that five, ten-minute meeting and fear shitting yourself about what's not gone right or can you actually come up with actually this is how we're going about it because this is the next step now and this is far deeper than surface level because it's not just an external it's up here it all happens up here so that's something we can look at Lucy but I just want you to think as, as the next sort of 15 minutes goes on you know what can you do or I'm going to come back to it. I'm going to circle back to him like right Lucy how can you bridge that gap and if anyone's got any other ideas please shout them out but that strategy, you know, you saying, you know, I can stay calm, I can stay cool. How can that be applied to panicking in a staff meeting? What do you need to do? What cues can you give yourself? That's another thing. But we'll circle back to it. But it's not over this because this will be sorted out. You wait for that next staff meeting. Um, but number four, something I will never, ever, ever shut up about. Set yourself a challenge. How's this for increasing your confidence? And this is what I want everyone on this call to do right now is to set themselves a challenge. And I'm not just talking like, I don't want you to not ring the takeaway tomorrow, drink two litres of water. It, like it's, we've heard it all before. What's a big challenge? What are you actually really, really struggling with? Um, and can we actually make that a priority? And if we have to say, look, we know that there's four people on this chat, on this call, this is quite easy to hold ourselves accountable to them and we will do this. Like I say, this is recorded. I can listen back to this all we want. But what I want you to do is put in the chat box, and I am going to give you two minutes to this, and this is your answer, but make it a big one. Don't think about it. Just do it. So, like, Tough Mother's obviously the picture on this presentation, and some of you may have been bricking it. Some of you may be absolutely fine, but it's a challenge regardless, and it's got to build up to it. So I actually want you to set yourself a challenge now, whether that's health and fitness related or not, whether that's something at work, but something that you've maybe been putting off, something that hasn't happened for whatever reason, and we're going to put it in. And what we're going to do is we're going to back ourselves to do it. And we're going to set a deadline and be like, right, by this time, this is going to happen. And we're going to make ourselves that promise that this is it, because this is what this call's about. You are here for a reason. I want you to leave here with something. And if you don't leave here with anything other than one thing, I want it to be this. I want it to be setting yourself a challenge. So I'm going to give you two minutes and I want four different challenges in that chat. And if you can't find the chat box like me, by all means, shout it out.
was going to be brave. What's it going to be? Oh, there we have it. Boom. Lucy, look at next step in my career. Now we're leveling up. Now we're doing it. Now it's there for the world to see. And we're going to do it. That's brilliant. That's really, really good. And now this is something that we can hold ourselves accountable to because you've been brave. You've done the do. You've put it in the chat box. It's there for us to see now. So we can do it. We can look at the next step in your career. We can do it. I'll employ you as a peer. There you go. Job done. You can organize the next quarter, whatever's going on. I think that's mega. Nice job. <laughs> Neil, present at a national meeting in November. That's pretty impressive. We know presentations are scary. Believe it or not, every time I come to one of these, I, I brick it. Absolutely. I know you all. But I think that's huge. I think that takes a lot of cojones. That's something that we can be proud of with PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, a few technical glitches there as well. Um, but yeah, I'm going to make sure I make time for myself to make sure I am ready to carry on pushing and finish 2023 on the biggest high ever, of course, after giving birth to children. Um, Neil, I'm sure you are a wizard at IT, my friend. I'm sure you are. But we've got three big challenges there. Um, we'll wait for one more. There's no rush. There's no pressure on it. I want you to think about this. And I also want you to think about if you have put an answer in, how's that going to look? How's that going to make you feel? Do you need help? Do you need to lean into the people who are in your life? What traits do you need to demonstrate, explore? Um, where do we need to work? Where do we need to focus? What does it need to look like in that sense? But that's just something to think about for your own self and your own gratification and just know that actually the people in this call can help you through that just by being that arm around the shoulder. Your network is so, so powerful. It will mean the world to you to achieve this, but obviously that can't always be done solo. And then it comes down to that sort of that age old now saying what feels like anyway in, in our sort of confidence project of if you want to go fast, then go alone. But you want to go further then go together and look around and this is a powerful one. This is really, really big and this is something that you've got to really embrace and just go for it. Um, but have a think about it, Shelby. Pop it in the chat if you get a chance and we'll circle back to that as well. Um, but that's a big one, setting yourself a challenge. And obviously, like I know we set ourselves mini challenges throughout the, the days, weeks, but you know, make this a big one. Like Make the rest of your year the best of your year. What can that look like? Um, and this last one ties in with it so well. And you've got to live it to learn it. So, so often we live in fear about X, Y, and Z. But essentially, we can only connect the dots looking backwards. And you will only know how you feel by doing that, and that will only make you better. Like I use that first dance sort of um, analogy. It's this idea of I actually know that I wasn't brilliant at it. But I feel way more confident if I had to do it again. The same with the presentations, the same with the steps in the career. It's a big step, but you take that step, you do it, and regardless of what happens, watch what happens. But if you find that you are putting it off, sweeping it under the carpet, like we do for so many things, then that will lead to procrastination. You will get stuck in the mud. You just won't go anywhere. You will be on that revolving hamster wheel, door, whatever you want to call it, of just not going anywhere. So 
by taking that step, by embracing it, that's where the magic happens. It really is. So, Shelby, I appreciate you've popped in the chat something there, and I'm going to read it, but I'm going to wait for you to come back. Now, Lucy, we spoke about, obviously, how do we bridge this gap? Um, and I really want you to now think about what's the one thing you can do? Just one thing, one trait, one cue. Have you got any ideas on the back of that? To get better at staff meetings. Well, <laughs> that's that's essentially it. That's essentially it. We're I, there, I reckon I meetings. just need to um, fake it till I make it. Do you know what? It's a fair answer, though. Uh, that's sometimes the best way of going about things. Like we said, sometimes it's in that initial slide, it's it's all theatre, it's the highlight reel. Sometimes it's not true, but actually what happens if you do fake it, you put on a bit of a show, if you will, you can make it, you can get through it. So that's one option. Um, what goes through yep. your head is what I would love to know. When, you know, we said you're actually quite cool and calm in, in sort of situ certain situations, tongue twister. Um, and we can actually like regain our thoughts. Like, what's going through your head when that's happening? Like, are you feeling the same symptoms? Are you completely opposite? Like, are we going red in the face? We flush. I'm fine if I have to sort anything out. It's just when all eyes are on me, I just don't like it. No, and I don't think many people do. I don't think many people do. And, and that's the thing. Um, but if that's the one obstacle in the way, what like, would it be different? Would you say if? They're all looking away. No, because they're still all listening to me. I guess. They're all listening. What if they? And it doesn't. Doing? And it really doesn't matter who. Like I say, staff meeting. I, I, I guess it's kind of the same thing. You, you kind of like thinking of towards like the Christmas do type of thing. And if you're wanting people to do like, you know, you're going to give awards out. And I, God forbid, I'd hate it. I would hate it. Genuinely, so don't don't do it because I I just think it's that all eyes on me thing. Yeah, and I don't think you're the only one who feels that way. And I actually think that's I don't want to say that's life because I think that's a little bit. It's almost like well, yeah, of course it is. But are you going to live every staff meeting in fear? No. You don't, you don't need to, you, there's no... And the thing is, like, I can comment on them. Like, now I can comment on things and people are watching. It's just, I just don't know what it is. Would you say that this, if you were to run a staff meeting tomorrow, I mean, I know it's Saturday tomorrow, but yeah, if you were to run a staff meeting tomorrow, <laughs> half, half term as well, you know, would that be better than the one that you've done initially? Your first ever staff meeting? Yeah. Okay. Would you say that you've grown from day one to present day? Yeah. Yeah. So what would potentially stop you growing further? I don't know. It's it's just, I just get in my own head of these people are watching me deliver this and I know what I'm delivering, but actually what's going on in their head. And I know from the flip side, if I'm sat watching somebody delivering a staff meeting, I'm not thinking about what what they're saying. Well, I am kind of thinking about what they're saying, but I'm not thinking, I'm not judging them. But I just feel that people, for some reason, would be judging. You're right. And, and then you just get in your own head. You do, you do, absolutely. But here's one for you, because you've proved this on numerous occasions, and it's all right me saying, 
well, what can you do to stay cool and calm? But in the time I've known you, Lucy, we saw Lucy who came and rocked up and sat on the box and said, you won't get me running because I don't want to be seen. And I'm not going in the main bit of the gym because I don't want to be seen there either. You were in the women's only bit of the gym and we weren't running. If we were running, we were on a treadmill. Now you've done Manchester Half Marathon. Now you're recording yourself in the gym, taking selfies. Now you're actually pushing people out of the way to get on the sled track. So <laughs> the point I'm really making is you've proved that you can combat what other people think about you. Well, yeah. So why why could it not be applied to this staff meeting? I don't know. <laughs> it's a simple answer. You're right. And that's what I want. I want you to start thinking. I want you to question yourself and actually, well, I'm hoping I've made the point of, well, mm -hmm. all right, I don't really have a leg to stand on there. Yeah, you can do it. And we've all felt like that, whether it's a staff meeting, whether it's this presentation, whether it's your problems with IT, I don't know. But what you know, if there's, if you're lacking confidence in something, there will be a very similar situation where I'd be putting money on that you can flip it. And if you can just apply that one at a time, so if it's a staff meeting, the next staff meeting you go in, then you just tell yourself, you can do this. I'm not saying it's going to be brilliant nor perfect, but that first staff meeting you've ever run, if it was a zero out of 10 and you're currently sitting at a four out of 10 in terms of confidence, well, well done. What gets you to 4.1, 4.2? It's more staff meetings. It's living it. It's learning it. It's growing through it. It's trying new strategies, new cues, new tactics. The list goes on. It's setting yourself challenges. Set yourself a challenge not to give a shit in the next staff meeting. How's that for one? Who cares? What they're gonna think? Stubbornness will get it through. That's it. Well, there you go. So job done. So <laughs> I think that would be your again going back to that first thing. Your, your biggest asset there, your stubbornness. And look, I appreciate that I have waffled on about um, staff meetings for the last sort of five to ten yeah. minutes, but I really hope that you have managed to think about something on the back of this. I actually think this has been a really powerful call because I think it, we've gone quite in depth. Um, we've gone beneath sort of surface level. Um, the one thing I would like to do now is obviously, Shelby, just my own gratification, read out your challenge. I won't have to get your charger back, but I have not forgotten. Um, but here's one for you. How good is this? I'm going to challenge myself to succeed at my master's. I want to commit to it properly, get good grades in my assignments, even though I sometimes struggle with the studying part, don't we all, <laughs> and be happy that I've put 100% into it and done the best I can. If you have put 100% into it, we couldn't ever, ever, ever ask for any more. And that's the one thing to remember there. You know, I had a conversation with someone earlier, how it was almost they had a mindset of it, nothing's ever good enough. And it was simply, well, are you doing everything you can? Well, yeah. Then there you go. And that's all it needs to be. Um, team. There you have it. We've, like, we've gone to quarter past eight. I, I was determined not to go past quarter past eight. And even with the late start, we've done it. Um, but I'm really proud of you for being here. I think that's something that needs to be said. Um, whether you were really bored on a Friday night um, or whether you were actually thinking, right, what can I do? But hopefully we've got the cogs working. So aside from your challenge, I would just love to know, just to cap it off, if any, what has been your biggest takeaway for this? What can you action and implement going forward into the weekend, the half term, the next week, whatever it may be for you? What's the one thing you can do? And I will flick through these slides again. 
Do you need to be telling yourself more self-affirmations? Does that need to be done on a regular basis? And I'll tell you, like, I went through a real long phase of taking things personally and, like I said, almost having this victim attitude to things. Um, you know, why always me? Why has this happened to me? And da, 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 da. And actually when I flipped it and I was like, you know what? These are what you're quite good at. These are your traits and remind yourself of this. Then that helped massively and that really put my mindset in a much better frame. Um, so that's your first one is your self-affirmations. Your next one is actually, do you need to lean in on the people in your life a little bit more? This is why we're so big on the confidence project and the community and the culture. And actually even like initially in the chat, like for, you know, Leanne just to say, oh, you're a good friend, like, yeah, you are a good friend. And like, you know, we've got 25, 30 plus people um, and that's an ever-growing number. We, we know we are we're only as good as the people in our lives. And we've got the very best based on this call alone. So that's something to be really proud of. But have a look at your friends, your family, your work colleagues. Who brings you up? Who brings you down? And number three is focus on what you're good at. We know we're not very good at dancing. We know that we are quite good at other things and apply that to where we need to go and we don't need to worry about anything else. And number four, set yourself a challenge. We've all done it. I'm going to listen to this back and we're going to hold ourselves as accountable as possible to them all and really back ourselves to do it. And a little challenge for you guys is actually, Leanne, message Shelby, Shelby, message Lucy, Lucy, message Neil, Neil, message Leanne and so on and so forth. And actually like have this little internal network of, Let's back ourselves. Let's do this because we've said it for a reason. And number five is almost aligning with this idea of feel the fear and do it anyway. I want you to live it in order to learn from it. So out of any of those five or anything else, before we wrap up, let me know your biggest takeaway. Mine is obviously leading in, leaning in on everybody that's in the confidence project. It, it has completely changed me not you swearing though no that'll never change sorry <laughs> we don't want that to change <laughs> mega what about you liam um i think i just need to tell myself that i can do stuff believe in myself more because i'm the first one to tell myself that i can't do something and i can because i've done lots you can, and, and if you need a reminder, you listen back to this episode. That's all I'd want you to do, and, and even think about tonight and how you felt just saying it out loud. Um, Shelby, what's been your biggest takeaway? I think um, the slide where we had to like think about our own strengths and then how to apply it to you sort of your perceived weaknesses is a good one. Like, like my strength that I was thinking of is I feel like I'm quite a supportive person, and then I was like, but why am I? why can I support everyone else but not support myself so that's what I'm going to try and do like that little voice that I use with everyone else I'm going to try and use it with myself and we know you actually you can do that and actually the, the impact you have on people Shelby is, is really quite special you know I remember when you, you know, we first went out to a flight club or whatever we did and you know like everyone went, oh Shelby's amazing I'm like yeah Shelby is amazing and it's almost like telling yourself that what you can do and who you are and everything you stand for and everything you bring to the people in your life. Like you deserve to apply that same thing to yourself. Um, so give yourself a pat on the back. Well done. And Neil, we've obviously mentioned that I can do things I've never done before, um, which is obviously huge there, my friend. And I think again, you can all be super, super proud of yourselves. 
I'm going to open the floor to any questions for the last 30 seconds. If anyone wants to share anything, ask anything, please do. But if not, then I will love you and leave you. But I'll um, I'll keep this open, just like I say, for the last 30 seconds or so. And if anyone needs anything, I'm here. And if not, then we'll wrap it up and you can enjoy your Friday night.